0: This is our uh, this is our storefront uh, live event, so we're going to talk storefront with Keith a little bit. Yep, he's the uh, the godfather that, when we when we thought of all this. He's the godfather of storefront. Um, you know what, military SF? That's why you went there.
1: Well, I didn't want to say nothing. You know, I didn't think of it that. was so overt. It was covert. Yeah. Oh, I like
0: that. So you guys, uh, you guys get that SF military covert.
1: Okay. Keith? Well, I, you know, we are kind of in our, I won't say our infancy. I think we've kind of hit adolescence with the storefront program. And I thought this is a great opportunity for us to talk to our distributors, talk to other detailers um, about a program like this. You've been talking about it for a long time, having other mm. sources of potential income. Yeah, absolutely. But built around the business that you're already doing. Because, yeah. you know, starting a whole nother channel is like starting a second business outside of, what you're doing can be a lot of work.
0: Absolutely. You already got customers that will buy from you,
1: Right. And and this really was the outgrowth of answering the question, what do I do to maintain this thing between the time that I see you? Because the reality is we'd love our customers come back and have us wash their cars. But the truth is not many detailers have time to do maintenance washes for every customer they have. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a great opportunity to put some product on, on the table and, you know, have them sell it. And that's kind of what we were looking at. So one of the things I wanted to do with this group is it's it's fairly diverse, so I kind of want to introduce uh, every member of the team. Um, the first guy we're going to introduce uh, is the guy who wants to make detailing great again. I don't know that detailing was ever not great. Um, so William like came you. up early with us. No, as, it wasn't
0: great for a period. Well, there was a, there was a time. Yeah, there was a dark time. <laughs> Yeah. The there's the Dark Ages, <laughs> and guess who inhabited the Dark Ages? All of us, gypsies. <laughs> easy,
2: <we> easy. <laughs> on an email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. I just got like 200 people in trouble. Yeah, all yeah. of us. Um, we're all suspended, and we're going to be <laughs> censured later um so William joined us uh early on as kind of a a storefront in his area but he wanted to really be a distributor and so William uh Laura is down out of Miami uh so thanks for being here William we're going to talk a little bit about all your stories just want to introduce everybody Uh, our next one is uh Mr Pennington Shane Pennington is is a great Mm -hmm. example of a guy who's got a a well-developed shop, have been Killing doing it. great things for a long time, Yeah, fan of the product line, found out about the storefront, uh, and actually, he's graduated this year from the storefront program into being a full distributor. Wow. So, he's well, you, now knocking on doors Shane, and got a guy on a route.
3: Shane's one of those guys. That, Shane, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, full-time, about 13 and a half years.
0: He's been one of these guys. You're one of those guys that you just, you've, you've been a staple at events and uh, he's just, he put, he's put a lot into the industry by supporting the industry and being a big part of it. So pretty cool to see guys like that involved. So thanks
1: dude. And then, uh, I'm, I'm waiting on my last guy here. So Justin, just hang tight, drink some water. Uh, our next, (laughs) I think he's drinking something other than that. He's on the back porch with his dogs. Yeah. Um, but he said he was drinking water. So I'll take him in his word. Uh, our next one is Nick Vecchio. Now Nick's kind of an interesting character as far as his business He's the only one of our storefront panelists today that has a storefront where he gets his his uh, supplies and products through our distributor that's local to him. Gotcha. So a little different setup. Uh, he runs through his local distributor, large distributor in and the Denver, Colorado area. Everybody else here buys direct from PNS Central, so they yeah. buy from the mothership. Yeah. Uh, and then our final guy, who took a, I won't even say a circuitous. I will say a methodical, deliberate well-planned approach to his growth um i think that's (laughs) the best way to put it um the business plan was fantastic um and he's kind of got a doesn't really have a super uh, storefront he has a super store oh
0: it's beautiful it's Um, beautiful you
1: know so justin lombato took over a building uh as part of his business plan and just added a tremendously large showroom. So, we want to talk about all of that today, guys. That's what this is about. Big, small, medium, large, just starting out. Yep. Vested
0: long term, all those.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we've got a full kind of range here. And that's, I'm really glad about that. Jeremy Goss, another guy who um, would be here. I think if he does show up, we'll, we'll introduce him. Uh, great detailer out of the Pennsylvania area. Really dominates his market. Uh, well, he's counting ballots. Yep, that's he's what is he does. counting
0: ballots? <laughs> <right? laughs>
1: uh to help out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's. Yeah, they got a recount, you know. So yeah, it's. Here, where's home for you, Shane? I'm sorry. Where's home for you? What state? Illinois. Central yeah, River you're to count anything there. Yeah, you, you guys are done. about
1: counting there. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're good to go. And, and <laughs> William, you guys are good to go. You know, uh, Justin, you're good to go down to Florida. You know, Nick, uh, yeah, you're good to go too. So, am not sure
1: what happened up there. but No,
0: yeah, it's, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so the first question I pose to all of you guys, and this is kind of a chance for you to introduce your, your program, is why did you guys decide to, to do the storefront program for your business? Um, and what kind of spurred you into making that decision? That the time you did it was the right time. So uh, I will let anybody who wants to raise a hand or jump in go first.
0: Well, Justin's the most relaxed,
1: so I think Justin's got to go in there. We got to keep him awake. That's
0: true. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, it's it's beer thirty there, and he's he
1: <laughs> he's wearing all black, You know, we can't even is. see him.
0: Right? He I'm is, man. You, you look comfy, like the men in black. So you're 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 up, stud.
4: So. You know, with the inception of the double black line, uh, I think it was what MTE 2016 when it was first brought out prematurely, just not fully released. Um, I got my hands on it, leaving the show. And from there, it just I enjoyed using the products and, you know, was interested in wanting to have products uh, as a point of sale as I was finalizing the services and closing out the customer to have them walk away with something to help maintain the vehicle. And that was something that was always talked about within, uh, within the industry, within the detail mafia and Rennie's group about, you know, of course, adding revenue, an additional line of revenue. So that was something that it was only pennies on the dollar, but why not try it, you know, get your feet wet a little bit. So I went that route and made some small orders here and there as we grew um, and, it worked out. And then as time went on, the brand grew very successfully, uh, thanks to the PNS team. Uh, and, and the way that that happened, it was just slowly also maturing in our market, especially in the Florida market, being that PNS was a complete West coast brand. Um, and then with, uh, what was it, auto geek bringing it on. That was a huge, huge account that came on board that allowed the local market in Florida to pick up more on, the brand and the the success of the product. So, at this point, you know, come 2018, 2019, uh, having the opportunities I had with the store and, and and selling more of it and being known in the local market to have some of these products, it just it was a no-brainer uh, when I had the opportunity to expand, because at that point I knew it would be a successful additional line of revenue that I could count on and being around so many that of the PNS family and being able to know that I could pick their brains on me helping develop the plan and really see this out and forecast it out. I just knew that it was a, it was a winning situation to add it on. And it's awesome because I mean, you get customers that, you know, they come in, they have neglected interiors. I mean, just horrible and they don't want to pay. They, they didn't want to pay to begin with. That's how it got to where it was. But they end up leaving with anywhere from $40 to $80 in product to do it themselves. And they get to consult with you as the professional, especially if you're an active detailer and have an active shop. And they're already coming to you with a reputation, knowing that you are, you know, the go-to person in your town and then having the products, they're going to listen to you with all ears. And they're going to, you're going to be able to sell to them that much more. So even though you're not selling them a service, you're still making a sale with product. So either or you're still making money is the bottom line and that's what I love about having the storefront and them consulting with you as the professional on how to use the products um, and then to be honest, using me, my brand that I built as the advantage You know, being in videos, being part of Buff and Shine it was just a no-brainer for me to utilize that and capitalize on it in the storefront uh, to, to get more trust from customers and turn them into product customers into service customers and vice versa and it's just been one of the better decisions i made uh, out of all the services I added to the growth. And it's been awesome. And the team, I mean, the, the, uh, the education, the knowledge, and the people that are on the PNS team, it's a very unique team. Everybody has so much they bring to the table and I'm sure we've all witnessed that. And, and it's just been fun. And being part of the family has just been awesome.
0: So, you know, you, you played, I'll give you a plug. You played a huge part in us being successful with, Auto Geek and, uh, you know, we'll forever be indebted uh, using, uh, you know, your, your, your know-how and skills is uh, a lot of people, you know, you're, you're, you've, you've made a huge impact on the industry in several ways, but uh, in our business, you've really made an impact. So uh, yeah. publicly, I want to thank you. Oh, thank and you it's guys. Because here's the deal is, is Justin's really been, you know, when he first came through training, guy, we talked all the time. And last year when he got his expansion, We did our expansion almost, I mean, it was almost back to back and uh, we hardly ever get to talk anymore because he's just, you know, he's, he's busy building his empire and his family and, you know, we're doing the same thing, but I miss him.
1: Yeah. I gotta say, I mean. One of the bonuses of working this program, yeah. I get to talk to most of these guys pretty regularly. Yeah. I won't say Justin's falling off the radar, but it's just Justin has been, he's busy. been busy. And so, you know what? I, that's the great thing. I, I don't mind not talking to Justin because he's busy. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it were something else, that'd be kind of interesting. And so let's bring another guy who's busy as heck and got a lot going on, and that's Shane. Um, you know, I've been so impressed mm-hmm. with your shop, your operation. Uh, a couple of years ago, Shane was coming to Texas for a project. It made point to look me up. We went out, we had some lunch. Uh, it was great to get that personal connection. And you know, that's a really cool part about the storefront is we get detailers who can talk to us about our product as well. So Shane, tell us a little bit about why you kind of jumped in and, and also segue into why you decided to put a truck on the street and a young, young man on the street to go out and sell pop.
0: Yeah, I wanna hear this, this is cool.
3: <laughs> well, I'll try, to fi- I'll try to find a place to start guys um pretty much every p n out here in illinois out in the midwest p n s is was there was nobody out here distributing p n s um so it, it was a while before we came on and started using uh your product um but every product that we were using that we decided to stick with we had a couple other brands that we had brought in here before p n s came around and every one of those we tried to bring a storefront image um most of them, none of them really had the image like the like the double black. Um, so it was always kind of a hard sell. It's kind of a cheap look. Um, so that that's always been kind of a part of the image that we've well we all we, we've always had a storefront. We've always been a clean shop. We've always had or endeavored to have a professional look. And uh, when PNS kind of came around, became. Uh, A little bit more known in the area. We stumbled across a distributor that was kind of going out of business with PNS, and that's when we kind of latched on to the whole PNS lineup because we saw a future in it. Because we didn't want to just bring it on in the storefront lineup, and that's it. Stop there. We wanted like what we've done in the last year. We wanted to get to the distributorship level because that's where that's one of my goals. Um, And you know now we're to the point where we're we're being able to do that. And like you said, Keith, we got a guy on the, out on the street that's been with me. He's been with me for probably five years. Um, so he's no rookie. Um, and one of the things that we're, we're wanting to bring to the area too, um, in having a detail truck, a supply truck, going around to the dealerships and uh, detail shops in our area, is we saw a need for real training we saw a real a need for guys that really knew what was going on. They knew the product. They did, they weren't just selling. Oh, this is here's the pink tire dressing. Here's the red degreaser. Uh, they knew exactly what the what the ratio is. What works best. This is how it works in our shop. This is how we use it. Um, this is here here's the pad that you need for this project. Oh, yo, you got the black GMC. Here, let's let's go with this combo. Uh, this is what works best. And I tell you what that has made the difference since putting a guy out on the street and going, stepping up the district distribution, the, the double black lineup and not everything else that kind of comes along with it, with the PNS name. Um, since we're carrying the full line now, I tell you what it, it is really, it's still a new thing. We're still getting, we're trying to put the name out there. We we're putting more bottles in front of their faces. We're handing out a lot of stuff, um, but it's getting that, that logo in front of them. It's a new logo to everybody. They have no idea what it is, other than uh, a handful of them have heard what Bead Maker is. Um, but other than that. Hey,
1: Shane, we can't hear you. Hang on one second. Oh. Uh oh. We lost something else.
0: Oh. There we go. Yeah, one second, bud. For some reason, we just lost your audio. Just give us two seconds. Dude, my doubts just in the That was weird. Hold on. I'm going to turn off Wi Fi here. Dude, I doubt it was you. the place is haunted. Right?
1: We've never had this problem. We also
0: have a lot of people on Wi Fi. I I don't know, though. Who knows on this one? Every single box of the room is
1: on Wi Fi. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's Trump and Biden's fault. I'm going to blame them. Exactly. I could be secretary. Three people wrote me in, and I'm going to end up getting the presidency because these two other fools can't do it. Um, Only improve. Hey, Chief. Hey, how are we doing? Are you back yet? Let's see how you're
3: doing. Can you hear oh, me? You? All right,
0: there cool. we go. We got you. Got
1: you. Kind of lost after you talked about kind of the training uh, and having a guy who really knows the product line making all the difference with sales.
3: Yeah, yeah. Having having Kyle out on the street and being a knowledgeable sales guy, and not just a nothing against the the retired folk that are out there driving the 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 uh, detail supply trucks. Uh, but that's what we had a lot in the area just a bunch of guys just looking to kill some time and drive around a big truck. Uh, having, having a guy out there that's IDA certified, he's been trained, he's been working here in my shop for five years. Um, wow. gave, gave wow. up, gave up some college time and said, you know, I, I, I know your dream and I want to, I want to make this happen. Um, and the stories man i wish i could be out there more and i went out there with him today to kind of meet and meet some people that he's come across that are they're hungry for uh the training they're hungry for a real experience and that's what i told Kyle today that's what this this whole thing has to be and and i think PNS kind of has that same vision the whole double black what what you guys are doing out there in california it's bleeding this way um, is creating that experience, that training that goes with it. Um, we we had one of our one of our clients' dealership. One of the other one of the other distributors um, sold sold them a, a Rupes kit. Sold them just a just to just to sell it, and provided no training. They had no idea what they had in that box, um, <laughs> and was to the point of tears almost um and didn't know what to do with it and then you know now she's calling on us and we're providing the training we've got we're running into a lot of that and the pns lineup has been a solid lineup it's it's been a a great thing for us great thing and we're glad to be a part of it we're glad to have you. you yeah we love having you and
1: speaking of bleeding a little bit east um Let's get to the guy in the Rocky Mountains because we're still climbing over those mountains, sending product that way. So there you go. Where is Mr. Nick? There tell us is. about your decision to dive into the pool. I mean, I gotta be honest, man, as soon as we rolled that thing out, I think you just about knocked me over to, to say, let's do this. So come tell us why you thought it was a great fit for your shop. Yeah, my mine was a little
2: bit different in the fact that uh you know, I I am a detail shop. Um, And I'm not distributing the products. Like like you said, Keith, I have a distributor come to my shop weekly um, to to provide the product. So what I was going after was I always did like a care package for clients, whether it's uh, a coating, an interior, exterior, I was always giving them uh, a, a little package to go home with um to help maintain their cars in between coming in for a maintenance or if i'm only seeing them twice a year but i was always giving them something and of course i was building that into the price of the detail but i was like you know it would be nice instead of giving you know uh you know, huge sizes away, um, you know, if I could get something smaller, uh, you know, with the soap, I was selling gallons. People would be like, I'm going to have this forever. And I'm like, yeah, you are, but you know, at least you're getting it. So when, when the whole, uh, storefront came out, um, I mean, I, I loved it right away. Everything of the storefront I use in my shop already. So it is a good way for me to have the product on hand. They can see that I'm using it in the shop. And now I'm able to send them home with a kit. And believe it or not, it was strictly just for getting them into a kit to send home to. But now it's developed into where I have customers coming to the shop just to buy product. They want um, bead maker. They want break buster. They want, I mean, I even added wheel woolies and grit guards and, and you. you know, stuff like that. So it, to me, it was, uh, not being a distributor. It was like Justin said, another form of revenue to add. And, and you know, my, I have a small shop, you know, 2,800 square foot. The office is maybe eight, 900 square foot. So, not a big space, but, uh, to me, I put together a really nice showcase of the products. Um, and, and like I said, not only carrying just PNS, uh, products, um, I've added some, you know, little things like pet rocks and stuff like that. Um,
0: do you talk to your pet rocks or I mean, <laughs> <you>
2: know, <laughs> yeah, I, yes. Here, here in Colorado, I swear every car has
0: <laughs> I swear it's just caffeine.
2: Yeah. Um, so no, I mean it, it has been nothing but a blessing. Um, even with having a distributor in the area, I will have some shops who don't uh, buy enough um call me up or even body shops. Um, you know, that we do in town. A lot of the body shops up here will do all the body work, but they won't do any of the finishing. So I get a lot, I got three or four different body shops where we finish down and they always ask, you know, what are you using this and that? I mean, I'll sell five, five gallon, uh, bead maker over to them and stuff like that. So it's, it's been, uh, more than a blessing. I mean, like Having that other avenue, I mean, learning from you, Rennie, learning from Justin, uh, you know, Mark was on the, the Buff and Shine podcast today. Um, I picked his brain a lot, just different avenues to go with business. And, uh, you know, PNS has allowed that. I've been using PNS, believe it or not, this is my, we're coming on 20 years. I've, I've owned my business and I've been using PNS from day one.
0: Wow. That's yeah. incredible. couple things. First off, uh, you know, 2,800 100 square foot shots, a big shop.
1: Yeah. It's a big shot. Yeah, by the way, I saw a picture of your shop today Yeah, it's and not it looks small. fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. amazing. It looks awesome. And you yeah, got some beautiful cars in there. And dude. you're
0: killing it on social media and stuff. Yeah. And Nick's one of those guys I've absolutely, first off, I saw your wife run by just a little while ago. So tell her <laughs> hello. Uh, <laughs> and second off is that Nick, uh, Nick's one of these guys that we've really enjoyed like all of these panelists. I have gotten a front row seat to watch these guys grow oh, yeah. and change and prosper in their lives, their lifestyle, have kids, uh, you know, uh, see them with their spouses, their significant other, uh, grow a business, buy real estate, all these different things. And, 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 and seeing you guys kill it like that. And uh, I just, I'm really, you're, you're, you're again, very proud of you, Nick.
1: Oh, I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, I appreciate you.
1: So let's go to the guy who I still haven't seen shelf one in his new shop, which by the way is a gorgeous it looks, building. It looks good. It looks, looks good. Yeah. Um, so, William, talk to us a little bit about kind of what drove you into the idea of uh, wanting to resell product and kind of get into being a storefront. Uh, Cause you've really been a mobile guy for a long time.
5: Yeah. So, uh, I was uh, really mobile for the past almost four years until I got a shop recently. But I never heard of the PNS lineup until I really trained a Rennie. I was like, okay, these products work; they're good products. And then, you know, I started using them, implementing them into my detail and you know, my business. And eventually, like detailers in my local area were, you know, asking me, "What am I using? Where can they, where can they get it at?" So I found you know, an opportunity to be able to to not just provide them a product, make a profit, but I was able to help educate them on the products and the industry as well. Because you know, probably when I first started, you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. Mike Phillips is always talking about becoming the expert in your market. And when I came back, you know, when I really came down to Miami, I was at Mobile Tech 2017. When I came down, I tried to see who were those experts in both the detailing and the supplier side. And you know, not for nothing, but I couldn't really find any expert in the suppliers, you know, side of the business. So I found an opportunity, not just to make money selling products, but, you know, to really help the industry educate others, you know, in my market.
0: Cool. Yeah. And again, William's another one of these guys, man. I've known him, you know, met at mobile tech. We had a cigar together, mm-hmm. really good cigar. Remember that talk? We went out on, the, oh, on that. Oh yeah. Is uh, yeah. that awesome or what? We broke yeah, away. That, was, that little, was pretty cool. opportunity. And man, we had a good time. And, you know, and again, I think I love watching him because he's not going into debt. He's doing it slow. He's doing it as you should, you know, I mean, you've got all these guys on different spectrums, you know, that are just starting out and, you know, to see Shane jumping all the way into, you know, going from storefront to distributor uh, and then to see what, to see what uh, um, Justin's done with, with, with his storefront. I mean, we call it a storefront. It's like a store. Um, and then, you know, Nick's stuff on social media, of just, i just, just absolutely tearing it up. And, and what he's put in to make his, his his shop look the way it does.
1: Well, I think, you know, a common theme that I see here, and, and even with Jeremy who's not on, um, you know, the thing I've noticed is they all have become kind of the detail expert in their market, wow, that's huge. in their way. That's huge. Um, And you all get there a different way. So let's talk about, you know, historic an undertaking in itself. It, it adds a different kind of traffic to your shop. Uh, and it also adds a little bit of pressure because now you've put, you know, some money out, product on your shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got to come up with a way to, to market it and sell it. And, you know, I'll be honest, they're great uh, talking about the service they do, mm-hmm. but they aren't necessarily great pitchmen. You know, they're not out there trying to knock on doors and be sales guys. So, you know, ha- what are the pluses and minuses to having added uh, a program like this to your business? And I think we'll just let you guys kind of dive in. Not everybody doesn't have to answer, but if you've got some thoughts on that, we'd love to hear them.
5: Well, at least um, for me, you know, when I started, I was a mobile detailer and I was really just selling products out of my van to mostly detailers. But then, you know, I found the, the, the challenge where it's like, OK, now I'm running out of products. How can I really step up, have the products in stock? And that's like when I really started taking the, the trying to become a storefront to try to become more of a distributor supplier. So that was hmm. one of the challenges that I at least I was facing.
1: So you had success, but that success also kind yeah. of added a little bit of uh, um, you know, more forecasting, more planning. Yeah, that's exactly I it. I mean, Shane can tell you that uh, it's product static on the shelf is pretty easy to see when you're running low. But you got a guy out there on the street selling product, you're not quite sure what disappeared today until he comes back and says there's nothing in the cart, what are we selling tomorrow? So Yeah, and- it's
5: definitely been a, like a, a learning process, you know, throughout the way of like, okay, like re order, what I have to start, we're not to have a stock. Etc. So it's
0: been pretty cool. Anybody else want to add
2: something to that? I, I'm thankful I, I don't have to worry about that. But if I do, uh, it took a couple months to figure out what I need to order each month uh, is, as far as product wise. Um, it seems to go pretty quick. Whereas every time my distributor is making an order, I'm making an order. Um, but I did have a month during COVID that was really, really slow. And I just ran a sale on the product and that took care of it for me.
1: A special, right? A special.
2: Yes, correct.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you were, were you asking about
4: inventory, Keith? I'm sorry. I had to put you on mute to yell at my dogs. Um,
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I like that. So, we were just kind of asked about some of the challenges that have come with having a storefront, the, good the, bad, the, the ugly. good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. I mean, um, it's great to have the extra revenue in, but then you've got forecasting and other things. So uh, any, any goods, bads and uglies for you, Justin?
4: Um, I mean, yeah. Understanding inventory was, was big for me and understanding how to uh, monitor it, you know, with just putting it out in the storefront and then also having the stock room and trying to understand how that you know flow goes uh, of what's going to sell, what sells slow, you know what most people in the market are buying and with being new to that in the market and new to that space it was just a learning curve. So I mean me with with having other revenue I didn't it didn't bother me. I was like I knew I know it'll pick up, you know, and I always had faith in that. But at the same time I was like man, I really want this to kick off cuz I really want to be the storefront in my local market or the go-to detail supply storefront. Um, and I was just looking for ways you know, to, to help expedite that. We added water, RO water, because I know out in California and I know other areas in Florida, water is awesome to have and sell it per gallon. And I've researched in my market, nobody sells it. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm the only one in my market selling water. And what that does is it drives them in, buy more product. So now I'm seeing more product moving, but Once I established figuring out what product was moving, then I was able to basically utilize my stock room as my restock. Once I got low in there is when I restocked in there. I didn't wait till I got low on my, uh, on my shelves. I waited till I got low in the stock room because I never wanted my shelves to look low. I never want them to be dusty. I always want them to be prepped and proper and looking good. And there are some things that move quicker than others, but I also have to learn why they're moving quicker or other things are moving slower is it the people that are being marketed to is it the consumer is it the consumer that is my customer as a service is it is it the detailer coming in because we've got about 12 or 15 local detailers um that that come in and buy consistently and so i'm, I'm watching little things and pns is the, the the meat and potatoes of our storefront but we've got little gems in there that we've brought in because there's popularity i mean hey hype is hype. And in business, if hype is making you money, then jump on the hype train, you know, so we've get little things that come in, we got solution finish, you know, it's approved and tested product. It's not part of PNS, but we know that not only is there hype, but it works. We've got some American detailer garage, we've got, you know, flex polishers, we've got, you know, little things that we have brought in that you know, people are talking about, you know, uh, detail addicts, the local guy, Josh Felder, who created that product that in our market, people love it. He introduced it at MTE, MTV, MTE is right in my backyard. So I've got detailers that were looking for it and asking about it. And if I get enough demand, I'm going to supply it. I'm going to utilize my relationships and my connections to get that product in and start moving it. And it just helps out overall and understanding what is and what isn't moving so I could get over those hurdles to kind of make everything have momentum at some level.
1: I like that. That's yeah, a great response. That was kind of one of our pre kind of functioned questions for all you guys was you know, have you added any other business or product lines? Um, you know, you guys have known PS uh, for a long time, and, and we look at Renny Shop uh, and any of the folks we work with. Um, we're not all about, you know, putting a, a great big wall up around the business and saying, you can only sell our stuff. So have you guys found that adding other product lines to it have helped you guys grow? And, and, uh, or have you kind of said, nah, you know, we're not really ready to do that or it's just not our bag. Um, I know Justin, you've added other lines and that's awesome, but what about the rest of you? I know Nick, you're kind of pretty much a P&S guy, but Shane, what about you?
3: Oh, definitely. Uh, you can
1: see over here, we got, two- yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, look at that. yeah, should I sit Good like this? Too. How's yeah,
0: that? No, not at all. Good friends of ours. Yeah. good friends of ours, G Technique. Uh, it a solid, G-technique.
3: solid product for us, and uh, yeah. we're not ashamed to to carry them. Uh, but yeah, like you, like like Justin said, there's plenty of other. Sometimes you play on the hype, but um, you know, if it's being hyped up, we like to test it first. We like to put it in our hands. It runs through the shop before it comes to the to the front counter, and we use it so that we know how to use it, so that we can, you know, kind of like I said before, we can train them or, you know, just kind of give them ex- the experience of how it's going to work for them. But yeah, yeah. And some, as our kind of popularity has, has grown, uh, some others have kind of reached out to us and said, Hey, will you take on ours? Not all of them. I'm willing to take on Cause like I said, they got to, you know, I, I don't want to make myself too big, but I, I do. I want to, I want to know what I'm selling. Um, and Kyle feels the same way that makes a huge difference if you can't feel the confidence if you can't if you can't tell them at least the dilution ratio you know how do I what's the best ratio for for pearl well let me depends on how you're using it you know if you're using it like this it's it's this mix and if you if you can't do that then uh but but uh, like I said like I said we just like to we we have some other stuff here um but it's it's primarily pns um and we'll see where it goes we'll see where it goes we're, we're very happy with what we have we wish you guys were a little bit closer to the, to the east coast uh getting over those rocky mountains seems to be a project sometimes but other than that
0: well if we get keep getting hit with earthquakes we might make that happen you know it just should yeah. happen yeah so hey let yeah. me ask you guys this all of you we heard from nick that he's got a very small shop of 2800 square feet feet. yes i don't know how you do it i just don't know how you even survive uh so each one of you how so nick 2800 square feet how much of that is is would you guess is kind of dedicated to your your product sales
2: uh i would say a little over 850 um as far as the display the office area and you know some uh Shelving in, in uh, PNS uh, literature and stuff like that, so it's it's right in the right as you come in. So the first thing the customer <coughs> next to my brand is PNS.
0: That's cool, Shane. Now you've got a little different uh, situation there. How, what did you start out with when you first started storefront uh, square footage wise dedicated? And now what are you up to as a distributor? What's the needs for that?
3: Uh, our shop has, has we our shop in the beginning when we brought on storefront, we were doing a lot of accessories, the whole weather tech lineup, the tonneau covers, the all kinds of those things, lighting, audio. So that's kind of what our our storefront was kind of dedicated to we've transitioned out of that. uh, And now that that whole storefront is detail products. We've got a few other things that are easy sellers as far as for accessories, but we've got out of that for the most part, that whole lineup. and right now we've got what you see behind me is just one corner of the showroom. Um, and then we got shelving out in the back and we're we're gonna be adding more shelving to, to go higher to the ceiling. So that's that's kind of where we're at. I, as far as square footage, our building overall is probably 3,500, 4,000. And I, I, I bet I bet if once we get it all kind of staged out, cause we're gonna be bringing in more stuff, but I, I bet, I bet close to half of it's going to be just inventory. Wow, man, that's wow. that's a huge and, amount. And,
0: and, you know what, you guys, this is how much the industry's changed. I remember, you know, we we ran my first shop was like eight hundred square feet. My second shop w- got bigger.
3: You get a uh, small car and, in there. Yeah,
0: and then and then my neck our, our most profitable shop, believe it or not, was twelve hundred square feet. So when you guys, you know, talk these <laughs> sizes, me even though my current shop's nice size um man back in the day that's how humbled you know we were is it was so mellow so uh Justin what do you got dedicated to, you know you got what 6,500 square feet total what
4: 73 uh, 7,300 oh,
0: 3, square feet feet foot total, total. Yeah. let yeah. them know that, and uh flex or anything you know uh, I, I,
4: I just <laughs> had to be politically correct I mean <laughs>
0: yeah we Somebody get,
4: we has to, get, to be because the media can't yeah, exactly. uh, anyhow uh about i think 12 1500 square feet is dedicated to the storefront area um i i don't remember off top but i'm yeah roughly in that that space
0: yeah that's yeah, that's that's pretty amazing and then william what are you sitting at you're you you got a nice place, man. I think it's I think yeah. it's ideal for a lot of people. He
1: should know down to the square inch because he just recarpeted the whole thing. So. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> <let's>
0: <laughs>
5: you put engineered planking in yours, didn't you? Well, I, I the shop is about twelve fifty, and I um I just finished building the showroom from scratch, so that's about three hundred and thirty. That's going to be pure showroom Perfect. for the products. Um, half of the shop of the space that I have now, I'm going to dedicate to inventory and the other half to the detailing. I'm really going through a transition in my business where I'm trying to focus, you know, not 100% on being a supplier, but I want to dedicate more time to the supplier and the details can be more uh, appointment-based, boutique-style, you know, type of detailing. I dig it. I love it, man. Well, great job, I think
1: that's a, you know, so we talk about this with all of them. Um, You know, I think it's kind of cool. Shane brings it up as a training point. You know, you've got a training center built into your shop chain, and we know that that's great. All of you actually do. We do you could. Um, Why not? So it's kind of we got we got something to coming too, by
0: the way, that we'll share here.
1: Yeah, maybe. You know,
0: yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of something cool that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take and, and do some educating with the uh, storefronts and distributors really soon. So
1: something fun. Yeah, something you actually every one of these guys has been asking me for. Yeah, when are we gonna have our thing? <laughs> we're bringing. We're, you we got your it. Thing. We're bringing you a thing. So, you got your thing. So that's your thing. Um, would you, do any of you really take advantage of that fact that you have, you know, floor space where you can do training in your building and have you brought anybody in to kind of do education or uh, as we've talked about park and shines or cars and coffee, yeah. some people call it. Ooh, you just said the name. I just said we okay the name? So you know We can okay. let that cat out of the yeah, bag because so it's aimed at these guys. So. so we got a
0: new program called park and shine. That's made for you guys to kind of have open garages and events sponsored events at your location and locations across your entire community. Uh, That's a coffee and cars type event, but park and shine. And so we're going to brand it. Uh, Bob's done a great job of early day branding with it. We're going to share that with you guys can personalize it, call it your own. And we're going to start really taking
1: in and blowing that up. So question is, do you guys do anything like that now or have you tried anything like that? And if not, I mean, obviously COVID's kind of wrecked the last nine months, but, um, What have you guys done with that, if anything?
0: Well, at least for
5: me, at least for me is the you know is definitely in the plan. That's all about being in the process of being the 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 expert in your market. Um, But it's definitely in the pipeline for you know to do trainings and open garages and so forth. Right on. Cool. Anybody else? We've not Justin
3: We've not done anything like that for a cars and coffee type deal we've always talked about it especially when it comes to anniversary time for the shop uh just at the last gonna, minute it just a lot goes into it a lot goes it into it we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna
0: try to make it as simple as we can for you guys to where it's a good. it's like memory uh to where it doesn't cost much um you know it's not going to be instant return but it, it doesn't cost much we we, we did this my entire career um they became within about a it took about 18 months it took a, a little more than a season. To start getting them rolling, and then they were money makers. They were money makers. And
1: you've got product on the shelves, so that passive opportunity for people to yeah. wander in and just buy something. Well, not only that, fantastic. Just buy
0: services too. Well, that's true. Know? They
1: come in yeah. thinking they just want to put a little wax yeah, on, it and realize, and no. they see what you can do. Yeah. it's like, hey, man, no way. I
0: got to get these yeah, guys. I'd Rather doing let it.
1: you do that machine. Absolutely, well, that's a, a great answer. So, um, one of the last questions I got for you guys is, um, you know, it's kind of an interesting group here because we've got really. Two of you, almost three of you, really running at distributor pricing and purchasing now because of your volume. Um, but what's the end game here? Is it to ride this wave and uh, dominate your market and sell out of your store, or uh, are are you guys, the rest of you, looking at chains' opportunity and going, "I'm going to hit the streets and and go knock it out"? What what's the end goal or the five-year view for what you think uh, your storefront's going to be?
0: We ain't William. We'll start with you. We're gonna work our way back up that now. We'll start with William, then we'll go up the line up to Justin next, just in case Justin's having another beer. Well, well you uh, know, definitely,
5: thing. you know, like the five-year plan is definitely to be the, the the industry, you know, expert but ambassador at the same time in the local market, um, and definitely, you know, making you know PNS is my main line of product, and it probably will always stay like that. But it's more of becoming, you know, the, the the educator and the supporter within the industry. And at the end of the day, if we host events and you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, customers are always gonna come in to do it yourself or as a car enthusiast, a part-time, the weekend warrior, etc. So it's definitely, you know, uh, in the plans to to blow it up. There you go. Justin, you're next.
4: Ah, uh, key term, market share. Uh, just basically owning my market at every level, both service and product and you know not necessarily pushing anybody out but just making sure that we're the go-to source in our in our county and the the end goal is you know one owning the property owning the building owning the dirt uh you know and that that's been preached about from both you Keith and Bob for for this whole trip of me doing what I'm doing now but that and then expanding you know I I plan on also getting a small little transit van on the road I've talked to William about this in the next year or two I want to get that going I see these dealerships buying from some of these box truck guys and I'm good friends with these box truck guys, but at the same time, it's business. And, you know, I'm going to come in there and get mine. And yeah. So th- th- I see that. And then, uh, you know, making sure that my services reach their full potential of throughput with the cars coming in and out and overseeing coaching and mentoring my team and making sure they do the right thing. And then at the five-year mark when the property's bought and everything's owned out, right. Then I've got options or I make investments. And, you know, at that point, being 38 now, that puts me at 43. At 43, yeah. hopefully that's that's quite a few options I could look at. So I wouldn't call it an end game. Um, it may be a start game. You know, it may just be the end of that goal and yes. the start of a new one.
0: As Carol Shelby said, you're not going to be. He told me I wouldn't even be smart. I was still retarded at 43. Yeah, I was like, you know I'm saying.
1: Was thinking of that story, so, you, you know, yeah. That. So
0: and you know what? It's true, yeah. man. I looked. I thought I was brilliant at 40. I, I was a dumbass. You know, I was like, yeah. Man, you know, I'm really. I, it, it, you'll figure it out. That the thing that all of you guys have got going for you is that at, a, at a pretty young age. You guys are going to nail. You guys are going to nail where I'm at now, younger. You know what I'm saying? And that, how cool is that? I mean, that's just that's the best thing as a dude that does as a company, you know, we just, we're, we're having meetings this entire week and, you know, I, I'm down one of my biggest things, man, if I can't build other people up and teach them how to be successful, not only in at making money and so forth, but making, you know, making smiles on their face and other and the people around them, it's not worth it. And so I love seeing you guys do this. That's
1: really been a theme for us this weekend, this week. Yeah. Conversation is how do we do the things with, what we're doing to help guys uh, be, be successful. successful and have their businesses grow. So I'm going to save Shane for last because he's kind of already answered the question with what where he's going with his truck. But yep. let's dive in with Nick because Nick, you're you, know, um, you pretty much in a static situation. But what's your five year plan he's, with the he's, program? He's
0: probably going. to, I'm going to guess he's going to say he's going to get a little bigger shop, maybe you know six or seventy three hundred square feet. You know, on the golf course because yeah, you know, on the golf course golfer. or something like that. You know, because. I, you know what, I, Nick? I'd make it 74, 7500 square feet just so you beat so You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. sorry, Nick, I had to get you in there. <laughs> no.
2: So, like he said, really, I mean, the, there there isn't really an end game for me with having a, a distributor in the area. But the thing that I'm able to give is when a customer is in the shop, they are able to get the product then in there or even other shops in my area, like, uh, I'm, you know, Renny taught me this, um, other shops in, in the area are not my competitors. Um, so I, I work closely with them. Um, now they're not used a lot of them don't use what I use, but when they come into a pinch and need some, you know, dressing or interior cleaner, you know, I'm there to help them. And, uh, you know the biggest thing like i said for me was to be able to give my customers a product when they leave my shop um that they can safely try to maintain the investment they just put in with me and if i can do that being a storefront then you know as far as an end game there it is right there i'm making the my job a lot easier if I can teach them how to properly maintain it, then the next time it comes back to me, it's not gonna be
1: as big of a job. I love it. Awesome. I love it. So Shane, um, and let's clear up the geography here. You're on the Southern end of Illinois. You're down,
3: at the, uh, down on the tip down nope. there on nope. the border. North, North central. Oh, North, north central. central. Okay, so you're up- in You the missed border. that one. Um, yeah. Okay, that's why I want to clear up Where's the geography.
0: Hey man, Sorry, Major. When's the last time you were on a? Uh, a land of course. course. Yeah, I had we a need map to... and
1: a compass. It <laughs> out <well>. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, your geography is really interesting because you have a state line right near you. Um, but what's your end game? I mean, obviously, you've got a truck on the road, but is it two or three, or or what's the goal oh, there?
3: Definitely, definitely. We're we're already needing. Uh, Kyle is maxed out on what he can do. Wow. Um, so we're already needing to add another route and we've not touched, we've not took the truck South. Uh, that's the one direction we've, we've not gone. Um, so we, we need more staff. We need more trucks, at least, at least one more, uh, for now. Um, but as far as for the next five years, we've already kind of transitioned our detailed business side of things. Uh, last year, last year we put if I remember right, I think the total was like around 2000 cars through the shop in various services. Wow. And, uh, so we're kind of transitioning away from that. We're not, uh, so much into production and Mm we, we've never really had that mindset, but that's kind of what it turned into because there's no other shop in the area for detail work, not on this scale. Um, so we're kind of transitioning. One of you guys said you're kind of transitioning to more of the boutique style. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of what Justin has done down from what I've seen down there in Florida from the beautiful showroom and the, the setup, the, the experience that the customer gets. That's kind of what we're transitioning to, more hardcore, the stuff that we've done for a long time, but that uh, we, we do tint, PPF, uh, coatings, corrections, all that stuff. Uh, complete details. We're gonna keep that stuff going, but we're gonna back off some of the other, uh, some of the other stuff. So it's more of a like one of you guys said, the boutique style. On the distribution side, uh, we want that to take off. Uh, we want to, you know, have to uh, have warehouse space. We want to have more guys on the, on the streets. We want to do training. We definitely want to do training. Dealerships are begging us. Even if we don't bring it up, dealerships are begging us to do some kind of a training where they can send their, their crew their, uh You you, you guys know how it is finding good help um, and dealerships are struggling with that same thing. They want to be able to send their crew of, of two or their crew of 12 somewhere. Just train my guys. Show them, show them what dilution ratio means. Show them, you know, like what I talked to earlier with Keith about the chemtrol. I'm excited to see what that's all about. I missed the earlier demo on that, but I'm, I've got no, guys. You missed both
1: parts of it because we had to do yeah. it in segments.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that, but that's distribution is, you know, that's part of the reason why we backed off some of the other things in the detail side of things, because, I'm one guy and (laughs) I, I I was getting stretched pretty thin and I, I saw it. If we, this distribution side wants to take off, like I want it to, um, then we need to back off some of the other things that, you know, just washing cars uh, go to the car wash, Um, go to that driveway detailer. Let, let, let those guys take on some of that stuff. We'll do more of the high end work and that's what we, that's what we like anyway. So. Good for you. Good answer.
1: Well, guys, we are right up on the uh, last uh, seven, eight minutes. So um, in a sentence or two, give anybody who's thinking about doing a (laughs) storefront product out of their store, whether that's us or any other brand, um, one piece of advice you'd give them uh, as they look to step into that realm. We'll go to Nick. And we'll start at
0: the top again. Yeah, we'll, give,
1: we'll let Nick run with this one. If, well, well, like with me, I,
2: nothing to lose. Um, everything to gain, it, it, it's been nothing but a blessing for me. I really now I don't have the volume, you know, Justin and Shane and William are going to have. But, you know, you you put that storefront up. It has done nothing but increase my revenue. Uh, no real stress to it. Uh, it's just been an all out benefit for my, for my shop and my business.
0: That's awesome. awesome.
3: Shane, any uh, words of wisdom? Yeah, de- definitely. The uh, Having the storefront is cre- loudest, create, I-, I preach customer experience from the, the time that the customer walks up on the sidewalk, you better have your landscaping dialed in. You better have your front door cleaned yeah. up and you you're. you're Everything, it's everything. you, you know have the sensies going once they walk in. I don't care. Uh, just have a clean shop, your display, uh, and this stuff complements that experience and and it really has uh, kind of opened the door for us to be able to offer some of those higher end jobs because we've, we we can back it up with something that they're not used to seeing in AutoZone. auto zone. this is this is truly what we use. Um, and it'll work with you and your driveway as you maintain, and they love that experience. They, you know, I can go deep in the weeds with them on the details of how it works and why it works. Uh, and sometimes you need to do that, but for the most part, you know, they just show me what works, show me what works. And this, this has been a, a solid lineup and I've got, uh, other detail shops since stepping up to distrib- distribution level. Um, I talked to other shops that, kind of have that same vision for their own shops and they want to do the storefront. So I'm looking for this thing to That's really awesome. take
0: off for us. Yeah. Cool. Good job. Well said.
1: All right. We'll go to William. We'll close with Justin, the, the mogul. Um, so William, what's your one piece of advice to someone?
5: Uh, like Nick says, there's nothing to lose. You know, you're always, you know, you can make, you know, have an extra source of income where, you know, you don't always have to depend on that one solid, you know, whether it's DT <laughs> or whatever it is you want to do. But at the end of the day, like for me, it's about having a, a better lifestyle. And, you know, being a storefront allows me to do that. And again, it, it can happen. If it can happen for me, it can happen for anybody.
1: Well said, man. Cool. All right, Mr. Back Porch, where'd you go? Are you there?
0: I'm still here.
5: Screaming at his uh, dog.
0: No, no. So
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. If you want to grow, uh, most of the time, growth, you're your own worst enemy. Get out of your own way. You know, scared money don't make money. So there's there's always opportunities. If you don't have the capital, seek it. SBA loans. There's always ways. There's always ways you just got to do the research if you're hungry enough there is something out there a little bits and pieces that will make it work and you reach out to the right people the right team and they'll help motivate you they'll help mentor you and they'll make anything happen but the biggest key behind making that happen is you you've got to get out of your own way and just take a leap of faith and trust in those who have been there done that that are helping you guide the way so if you want to grow a storefront and you have the opportunity if you're mobile and you want to get into a little store, start small. You know you can't eat a big, thirty-six inch pizza by yourself, but you take one bite at a time, and that's all it takes. So there's there's the people in the industry, especially with PNS, that that can make that happen. And if that's the brand you want to be with, we're here with open arms. And having a storefront is very very valuable to your brand, to your detailing business, and it will help the bottom line with making more money and having the lifestyle you want.
1: Well, I'm going to piggyback on that. Having you guys and all of our storefronts at storefronts is extremely valuable to our brand, to yeah, what we've tried guys. to do and what we're trying to do. So first of all, thank you guys for the time today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the relationships of the last couple of years and the growth with us. And, and, you know, no program starts off perfect. We've had some fits and starts here or there, but you guys have been with us from the get go. We appreciate it. Appreciate what you've done. And, and, uh, Thanks for joining us on SEMA 360. Um, we got to go get changed, dude. We, gotta yeah, party we got a little in bit of two party
0: hours. here in a couple hours, so we're gonna we're
1: gonna. I don't know how much of a party it's gonna be, but we well, I think we'll put some good some some good party. info out, man. Yeah, we got some party.
0: I think there'll be some chunks. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go more personal, and
1: we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get up and hang the disco ball. We do, and I want to thank uh, a special shout out to our cigar uh, supply center in William laura we do have some PNS cigars oh, yeah, tonight. Man. There you go. Uh, there may even be a PNS cigar giveaway that oh, will send some I like out it. tonight. So uh, stay tuned and watch for the branded cigars. Hey, we got coffee. We can have cigars. We got coffee. I got to go make some more. Oh yeah. All right,
0: man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks guys. for having me. Thank we'll you. you. Yeah. No, thank you
5: for having me. Thank see ya. You guys. Bye bye.